Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose. Today I'd like us to talk about discovering your vision and living with that vision. When I say vision, I mean divine vision, looking at things from God's lens, not the world's, not your own, but through the lens of God, through the eyes of God, through the vision and mission of God. Today, as we speak, um, as we listen, I want us to think about um, divine determination and what gives you divine determination? What gives you divine power? What gives you divine motivation, divine inspiration? What energizes you divinely? And I want to share this with you because for me, this is what worked. And I believe that when something works for a person, especially spiritually, when I say spiritually, I refer to God in heaven, the God of the Bible. I refer to Jesus. I refer to the Holy Spirit. For me, that's what spiritually means. There are other forms of spirituality but this, the type of spiritualism or spirituality I'm talking about is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And what I have discovered about them is the more I think about how they created me and how I'm created in their likeness and in the image of them, the more I feel spiritually revitalized, I feel resuscitated, I feel more alive, I become more conscious of who I am and who I should be. I become conscious of what I've become. And some of it is not so pretty. Some of it is great, but not all of it. And so I think about how I want to become better. And I can do this through God's divinity as I continue to yield to him. So we're talking about divine vision, vision, divine determination divine vision and divine determination where you choose where i choose to allow god to come in and show us who we are how we are built how we are created and how we should function i'm talking about your divine vision your divine mission and your divine purpose when you start to seek your divine vision, divine mission, and divine purpose. It puts a demand on God to keep you, to heal you, to guide you, to guard you, and to protect you. It puts a demand on God to give you wisdom, courage, power, and strength. It puts a demand on God to illuminate you, to give you revelation. It puts a demand on God to give you divine revelation. And it puts a demand on God to give you de divine determination. God will have no choice but to give you divine empowerment, divine wisdom, divine courage, divine direction, divine protection, divine healing. Because you have decided to seek His divine vision his divine mission for your life. God will resuscitate you 
when you choose to discover your divine purpose and your divine mission. God will bring you back from the dead. When I say the dead, it means in your mind, your spirit, your soul, and even your body. In other words, he will remove the veil, the blindness, the ignorance, and the darkness from your eyes, your mind, your soul, and your heart, and bring into light the power, wisdom, and understanding of the divine purpose he built and created in you and created you with. God will remove spiritual unconsciousness and he will invigorate you. God does not want you to be unaware. He wants you to be very aware. And he wants, he will give you strength. He will give you energy and cause you to become alive and active spiritually because the spiritual is stronger than the mental, than the emotion, than the physical. And it does not matter what type of death you are walking in currently. You might be dead spiritually, you might be dead mentally, you might be dead emotionally and dead physically in the sense that you always feel sick, you're always heavy, you're filled with fatigue. Everything just feels so blah and dark and heavy. It doesn't matter what type of death you're walking in. If you first recognize that something is wrong and it needs to be fixed and that you admit that the only way that it can get fixed is if you take yourself back to your maker. And second, if you recognize that there is an answer. Third, you discover what that answer is and who that answer is. And that answer is Jesus. And fourth, you yield to the answer. You yield to Jesus. You ask for salvation. In John 14 verse 6, it says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Catch that revelation. Accept it. Embrace it. Surrender to it. Yield to it. And let it guide your life from now on. He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. So are you looking for the way? Are you looking for truth? Are you looking for life? Get God the Son, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit. Let me say that differently. Get God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Get them involved in your life. Get them involved now before it's too late. This is no joke. We are talking about your life here. We are talking about your soul. We are talking about your mind. We are talking about your breath. Allow God to resurrect your divine purpose and divine destiny. Allow him to show you why you are here. It makes a difference. 
It builds energy within you. It builds power within you. Okay? Discover. Allow God to divulge to you who you truly are and how you were truly built and for what purpose. Discover that divine blueprint. Discover that divine blueprint. That divine plan and that divine agenda that come with the way you were built, that come with your divine purpose. Discover, allow God to divulge to you who you truly are and how you were truly built and for what purpose. Discover that blueprint. Discover that plan. Discover that agenda that comes with the way you are truly built that comes with your divine purpose. Discover them and see how you become alive and see how you become determined to fight through every battle until you stand. See how you become determined to not give up, to not give in, to not throw in the towel. See how divine you feel and the feeling comes from within, from deep within. It's not a facade. It's not a lie. It's a truth. It's a reality. The kind of reality that you want to walk in. The Holy Spirit will assist you with detecting what divine wonder you are and were built with. We all need the Holy Spirit. He will help us to locate divinity inside us. He will help us to locate divinity within us. Yes, because we are fearfully, wonderfully, amazingly, and miraculously built by the divine creator, God. And not only him, but by God the, the, the Son and God the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, he says, Come, let us make man in our image and likeness. That is how unique we are. I'll keep saying this and I'll say this forever. That's how unique we are. The Holy Spirit will help you notice and unearth divinity. God's divinity on the inside of you. That's what the Holy Spirit does when you let him in. You unearth and you begin to notice God's divinity within you, inside of you. And you begin to activate that. He begins to breathe on it and you begin to work on it and you begin to work together. You begin to work with God. You begin to work with the Holy Spirit. You begin to work with Jesus. And he, do, he doesn't miss. Holy Spirit does not miss. He will be spot on and will show you who you are and why you're here and empower you to be that person. He does not make mistakes. He will show you all truth and help you to walk in the path of truth because it's not easy. It's not easy, but it is doable. It is not impossible. It is tough, but it is doable. After all, the Holy Spirit 
was involved in creating us. So he knows how you were built, why you were built, when you were built and formed and why. He knows how you should function. The Holy Spirit was there when God created you as his masterpiece, as his amazing, wonderful, miraculous handiwork. The Holy Spirit knows. He is not without knowledge. He knows all things. Ask him to help you. And as you unearth God in you, you become restored, revived, and full of renewed vigor and energy. The Holy Spirit will revive you. He will restore you. He will revive you. He will give you renewed vigor and energy. You become rejuvenated. You become renovated. You become renewed. You become restored and revitalized. He will revitalize you. He will change everything around you. Yes, it's a journey. Yes, it's a, yes, it's a path. Yes, there will be challenges. But now you have spiritual energy. Now you have spiritual understanding. Now you have spiritual wisdom to back you up. To walk in. Revelation is powerful. When you have revelation of who God is, of his word, of who Jesus is, what salvation is, what redemption is, what Jesus did for us. When you have revelation of who the Holy Spirit is and walking with him and hearing them, there's nothing like it. It revitalizes you. It energizes you. It gives you divine determination. And when this happens, nobody has to preach to you because you have experienced it yourself. Nobody has to preach to you to have dogged determination. They might encourage you along the way, but nobody has to tell you anymore to have a vision, a divine vision, to know what your divine purpose is. Because when you discover, when you have the revelation of who you really are and begin to see yourself through God's eyes, that dogged determination that people will not even understand what your fire is, what is keeping you going, how, do you, how are you still alive, how do you stay alive, how do you keep moving through the darkness and not just moving through the darkness, conquering, beating the darkness. You naturally, or should I say at this point, you become supernaturally dogged, steadfast, purposeful, tenacious, stubborn, serious, and resolute about fulfilling your divine purpose. You just do. You become steadfast, purposeful, tenacious, stubborn, serious, and resolute about fulfilling your divine purpose. Because now you've discovered who you are in God. You've discovered that the Holy Spirit is here to help you, to teach you, to guide you. You've discovered that God will never leave you nor forsake you. You've discovered that Jesus' power is real. His death on the, on the cross, his resurrection is real. And all because of all for you and for your sake and my sake. So turn to God. Ask him to reveal to you, to divulge and explain to you 
what his divine purpose is in your life and for your life so that you do not perish, so that you do not walk around in doubt, you do not walk around in anxiety and fear. One day you go this way, the next minute you go that way, and then you go that way, like a vagabond. You were not created to be a vagabond. I was not created to be a vagabond. None of us were. We were not created to lack divine vision. We were created with divine vision. God's divine vision for our lives and God's divine purpose within us that we should discover so that we can walk in the vision that he has for us. That is what is going to fulfill us. And so we should be determined to walk in that vision. We should be determined to have God revealed to us to have God divulge to us, to have God explain to us what his divine purpose is for our lives so that we do not perish. And I mean perish mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And we don't want our souls to perish. We all need divine vision. Divine vision will give us divine determination to live and not just live, but live in the abundance and the revelation of God. In Psalm 118 verse 7, it says, I will not die, but live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. I will not die. I will not die physically. I will not die spiritually. I will not die mentally. I will not die emotionally, but I will live and I will proclaim, I will proclaim what the Lord has done. God has done it already. Our job is to walk in it. It's already done. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. Another version of Psalm 118 verse 17 says, I will not die. Instead, Instead, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. Live to tell it. Let that be your legacy. Live to tell it so that the next generation coming, so that the existing generation here can take from that and live to tell as well. Leave something behind, something divine, something powerful that will move from generation to generation, that they also can say, I will not die. Instead, instead of death, instead of spiritual death, instead of physical death, instead of emotional death, instead of mental death, I will live. Instead of my soul dying, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. Catch that revelation and live. Live not just for you. Live for your loved ones. Live for the, for the world to benefit from the goodness that lies within you, from the beauty that lies within you. Catch that revelation and live for generations to come who can tap into what you leave behind, who can tap into who you are if you're still here because they need what you have. So you can either leave it behind 
and thank God for your service. Hallelujah. Or you're still here and you're still pouring out the goodness and the wonder and the beauty that God has built you with. Either way, leave something wonderful, something miraculous, something amazing for others to tap into. Proverbs 29 verse 18 says, Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. That's Proverbs 29 verse 18. Where there is no revelation. Another version says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. People cast off restraint. I don't think I even need to explain that scripture to us. It speaks for itself and all we have to do is turn on the TV, walk down the street, look at our world. And we know, we can deny it, but we know that people are now without any restraint. They do not accept divine guidance. They run wild, and I mean wild. Anything goes, and this stuff is being passed down to generations to come. Can you imagine what our world is going to look like in a couple of years' time? That is why we have to get to work now. Allow God to remove the ignorance, the blindness, the darkness from our eyes and give us spiritual determination, spiritual vision to conquer the darkness that is currently pervading our world for as many as will be saved. That we have a hand in that. We work with God. We have a vision with God. We have a mission with God to save as many. There are some people who will refuse. They will always refuse to turn to God. They will always deny divine purpose. I've come to realize that that is on them. That is not my responsibility anymore. And it took me a long time to get to this point because I always felt like someone else's life was in my hands in the sense that maybe I didn't preach enough, maybe I didn't talk to God enough, maybe I didn't behave as a good enough Christian. Because, you know, sometimes I, I wasn't always so Christian, whatever that means, because Christians have these labels that are put on them, and apparently you're supposed to be the most perfect person on earth, and I know I'm not. So I say, maybe I wasn't a good example. Maybe I didn't do this. Maybe if I had talked this way. Maybe if I hadn't talked this way. Maybe if I had done this. Maybe if I hadn't done that. This person would be saved. This person would know their divine mission. Would know their divine purpose. But at some point, I came to realize that we all do hear about divine purpose. We all hear about God. And at the end of the day, it's our choice. It's our individual decision. And the best the rest of us can do is talk about the revelations that we have with God, the experiences that we have, and it's left to the individual to decide 
which path they're going to take. So when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild, they cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. He says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Divine vision is important so that we do not perish. Divine vision helps other people. Divine vision helps us, but also helps other people, helps generations to come, helps our world. So it's not just about us, it's about others. Without divine guidance from God, there's no law and order. They disappear. That's what another version says. Without guidance from God, law and order disappear. We need God's divine guidance. It says a nation without God's guidance is a nation without order. Happy are those who keep God's law. We need God's divine guidance. We need God's divine law. Otherwise, we perish. What we really need to cast away is this ideology that we do not need God. That we do not need God the Father. We do not need God the Son, Jesus. And that we do not need the Holy Spirit. We need to cast that ideology out. That's what we need to cast out. What we really need to cast away is our rebellion against God. We need to cast away our rebellion against our Creator. What we really need to cast away is this darkness that we walk in because we refuse God's unconditional love. We refuse the salvation of Jesus the Christ. We refuse the tutelage and guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. My brother, my sister, and I speak to myself as well. Discover your individual vision, purpose, blueprint, and agenda in God and live. Allow God to resuscitate you. Allow God to revive and rejuvenate you. Allow God to resurrect all that he has built, formed, and created you with. It's a journey. It doesn't happen overnight, and that's okay. Know this, that God will always be there with you. Be determined to live, but not to just live, to thrive in divine vision. Don't perish. Don't cast away restraint. Ask for God's divine guidance. Because remember, without the guidance from God, without guidance from God, law and order disappear. Happy are those who keep God's law. Be determined to live and to not die and to declare the good works 
of the Lord, the works he has already done. If you allow yourself to manifest in the divinity that God has created you in, that alone right there is you living and declaring his works. Your life alone, without you even saying anything, will speak to certain people. Not all. You can't win everybody over. And you shouldn't have to. But your life will speak. People, yes, will see your challenges. People will see as you wrestle with your flesh, you wrestle with the spirit, because one, one path, one, one part of you wants to go with God, but then you're in this vessel called the body, and it wants to go somewhere else. And so it is a constant battle. But you can win, because you have God on your side. You have Jesus on your side. You have the Holy Spirit on your side. Allow divinity to guide you and to empower you. Allow God to be God in your life. Allow God to rejuvenate you. And you do that by yielding to him. Ask Jesus to become your Lord and Savior. And allow the Holy Spirit to give you courage to look within. Don't be unconscious anymore. Don't be unaware anymore. Look within and discover how wonderful you are. Discover divine vision because divine vision will give you divine determination. Divine vision will empower you. Divine vision will help you scale walls that you never thought you could scale over. Divine vision will help you jump through obstacles that you never thought you could jump through. Divine vision will cause you to be so determined that you will fight darkness. You will fight battles that you never thought you could fight. And you really couldn't. You really can't. But you can fight them. You win them because God is with you. Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Be determined and allow God to resurrect your destiny. Resurrect his plan for you resurrect his agenda for you resurrect his divine purpose within you be determined and allow god to help you discover to divulge to you to help you to unearth what is inside you the power the beauty the divine vision that is in you so that you begin to manifest supernaturally so that signs and wonders begin to follow you be dogged about it. Be steadfast. Be purposeful. Be tenacious. Be stubborn. Be serious. Be resolute. And fulfill your divine purpose. Fulfill your divine mission. Be determined about it. Allow God to give you revelation of who you are so that you can stand firm. Oh, we thank you, God. We give you praise. Allow God to help you to locate divinity inside you. Yes. Allow him to help you locate how wonderful and amazing and miraculous you are. Allow God to show you, 
to reveal to you that in you, his masterpiece, in you, his handiwork, is so much divine power, is so much divine wisdom, is so much divine strength, is so much divine courage that you are able to accomplish, I am able to accomplish the unbelievable, the impossible. And I'm not just saying this to you. The fact that I'm doing these podcasts, I think I've said this before, is miraculous. That you are hearing me speak to you today is a miracle in itself. So I know what I'm saying to you. And God is only just getting started. He starts with us little by little and grows us into the fullness of that divinity, of that divine purpose, of that divine vision, of that divine revelation. We can't take it all at once. And you certainly cannot rush him because he will take his time to prepare you for what's ahead. He will take his time to build you, to cook you for what is ahead. God does not miss steps. He's not emotional that way. And so, yes, we can cry and kick and scream and say, God, why? I don't understand. I don't get it. But that's okay, too. He understands. But it's because he's building you. He's, re, he's, 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 he's filling you afresh. He's resurrecting you. He's resuscitating you so that you become that being that he originally created. The being who can face anything that's ahead so that you become that being that has vision and you have so much vision that you do not perish, that you will not perish, that you cannot perish. That's God for you. God bless you. Allow him to give you revelation. Allow him to open your eyes. Allow him to remove the veil. Allow him to be your God. Come back to your creator. Stop casting restraint and just doing whatever you feel like doing, however, whenever. Stop following the crowd that casts, casts all restraint. They have no restraint. Anything goes. And come back to God and see the difference. It's the kind of difference that people can only tell you about and try to describe to you. But unless you go through it yourself, you won't really understand it. So try it. Yield yourself to God and give this a shot. This is your life. This is your soul. This is your mind. This is your spirit. This is your heart. This is for you. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. May God always, eyes, always open our spiritual ears, always open our spiritual eyes that we may know him and the power of resurrection, as the Bible says, that we may know him and the power of resurrection. Allow God to resurrect you. Resurrect your divinity. Resurrect your divine purpose resurrect his divine image and likeness in you. Allow God to resurrect you, his divine destiny for you, his divine plan for you, his divine blueprint for you. Nothing, no one 
can beat that. God bless you. God bless you. And talk to you soon.